It is the 19th of August. I'm your host Ryan Keir, and this is the Quantium Cast. To summarise the weekend, it had been very dry in terms of macroeconomic news. I mean, there's the usual trade tensions between the US and China, and also escalations between Iran and the US. Nothing really seems to be materialising. So, what we can talk about actually now is a poll that we put on our social medias and it was what is your favorite soft drink it seems that the most popular one at the moment is Fanta Fruit Twist coming in with 28 votes for all mentions in fact but forgetting about carbonated water let's get on to what is important today's focus stocks and they include Pershing Square Holdings Limited. This company is notoriously known for the individual at the helm of the business, Bill or William Ackman. We also have an announcement of a placing from Dev Clever Holdings. This is not new at all. Many of us would really remember this company as one that is simply addicted to the idea of a placing. The third focus stock is Quad Rise Fuels. This company has released a funding update. That's something we always like to analyze. Over at Quantum Research, we'd like to see whether companies are liquid. So this will be interesting to look at in a couple of minutes. And the final company we'll be going through today is Innovaderma PLC, the owners of Skinny Tan, as once featured on Dragon's Den. I remember a couple of years ago, oh, Skinny Tan, Skinny Tan, <laughs> theme song, almost as if... Uh, It was a nursery rhyme at the time. But uh, nevertheless, they have released a notification of major holdings, a TR1. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. So the news from Pershing Square Holdings Limited, ticker symbol PSH, listed on the London Stock Exchange, and also, I believe, the NYSC. They have just announced a small buyback buyback wasn't that huge in fact 14,000 shares at approximately $17.64 a share most of these companies usually have buybacks of a similar level they've shown that their net asset value per public share traded is about £21.20 so they are trading at a discount of about 20% which is usually the average for most funds this company in fact is known in the media If you have Netflix and you may have seen the documentary that William Ackman, a.k.a. Bill Ackman, the man at the helm of the business, had done regarding his short on, I believe it was, Herbal Life, or as the Americans like to put it, Herbal Life. (laughs) And this position that he had, in fact, was a billion dollars short, which is really, really risky. In fact, I believe he ended up at a loss with this position due to a measure of risk management. It was unfortunate. He was in fact in a public battle against Carl Icahn, a well-known investor. In fact, he's also an American businessman with a net worth of $17.6 billion as of June 2019. In fact, when Ackman had mentioned that they were short to the tune of about a billion dollars, the stock Herbal Life was trading at about $45 and I believe within a year after that the shares doubled in fact just over doubled to around $92 which is quite a loss for the company 
um, and it seems that they ended up closing even after their documentary calling this company a pyramid scheme. But nevertheless, it seems Ackman's recent performances bounced back as the company's shares are up from lows of around £12 per share to £17.74. That means they're up about 40% in that respect. But with regards to five-year highs, they are down something like 35-odd percent, down from $27 highs. In fact, though, the price has averaged at around $13, $14. So it seems that they are doing quite well. The company's worth about $3.8 billion, or, sorry, dollars, in fact, in this case. So we could just say about £3 billion. Moving on to Dev Clever. Holdings PLC. This company is a self-proclaimed leading developer of consumer engagement solutions and career development platforms. What I find really interesting is when a company says that we are a leader in a very, very niche field, they clearly don't have that much of an audience or a, a set of clientele to work off. Ooh, this is very impressive, actually. They've shown the placing for about £400,000. In fact, the exact figure is £435,599. They've shown that the placing occurred at a premium of 6.25% to the closing bid of 3.2. So realistically, the same price that the shares closed at on Friday, if we were to take, say, a mid. But it is really impressive. This is at 3.4 pence per share. In fact, I didn't expect this. However, it is a really small amount. So I assume there must be a tied um, set of warrants or whatever. If we see here, actually, yes, there are the uh, subscription of Novum, I believe. The guys taking out the placing accounts for about 760,000 additional shares. It's not that much in comparison to the 12 million odd shares that are being placed, but there is a nice incentive for, say, Novum to hold their shares and thus allow the free float to be tight in the event of, say, share prices doing well from a recent bit of news flow or whatever. And they could exercise their warrants at 3.4 pence per share, which is about the current price. So it is something that should be taken into consideration. The company has mentioned this is obviously for general working capital and working towards some recent partnerships but at the moment we mustn't take everything that the company says word for word because the highs in the one-year period in fact the 52-week period stand at about 17.4 pence per share the lows are about 2.25 and as we mentioned today even with that situation where the prices have fallen off a cliff and they're up 50 percent from lows they are down 76.9 percent highs in fact a little bit more than that if we use that 17 pence figure i used a figure of about 15 pence because that was the highest close but goodness me this company still had a valuation of about 12 million pounds google says they have a p of something like 57 which uh who knows really if that's the case the company could be making a loss in fact moving on to our next company for the day quad rise fuels this is a company that honestly, if you can tell me what they do, I'll give you a fiver straight there. In fact, I might just give you one super malt from the six pack I'm ordering that will get in on Wednesday. Who knows? 
But besides the point, this company has mentioned that they're giving an update regarding their equity or equity-linked fundraise that could occur in the future. I think that the company has mentioned that they have cash balances of about £800,000. So yes, they are sufficient to enable them to operate, but not for a really long time. In fact, until October, they've mentioned. So if the company doesn't have access by early October to funds, they will be able to access and meet their liabilities in full. But if after that time they can't find funds, then they may need to consider the viability and future of the business at the time, which basically tells investors that they are potentially running out of money and they may need to turn the lights out. They have mentioned though that they've been considering an open offer to existing shareholders, which is a positive way in fact of raising money and those proceeds will hopefully take them up until mid-2020. I assume this report won't be taken that well because they have mentioned the exact details of their cash balances and also what would happen if they can't raise these funds. So it seems that uh, the company has expressed a sign of vulnerability, yet if investors support them enough, then it, there won't really be any problems. We'll, we'll have to see with that one. This company has an extremely volatile history. I believe in the past 52 weeks they have lows at around 2 pence per share and highs at around 8 pence per share. They'd gone all the way from 3 pence to about 8 pence and back down to about 3 pence. I think investors have been trying to get in on some kind of hype on the back of related news releases from the company, but they don't actually realise what the company does. The company's worth £36 million right now, and I believe they're not showing a profit, but we can give a brief description for the sake of those who aren't familiar with QFI and what they do. If we have a brief look on the company's site, we can see that they claim that they are an innovator and a global licensor of disruptive residual oil technology and a lot of jargon used there. They basically produce a synthetic enhanced oil, but a specific type of oil which is called heavy fuel oil and they call it MSAR. They just have a bit of technology that can be used in application for marine power and industrial processes. But regardless of what the company does, what usually is important to us is whether they're making any money, what's their cash burn rate and other general measures of financial performance. So we could see in their last report, I believe it was a half year report, they said they had a million pounds in cash reserves at the 31st of December 2018. So their cash burn rate hasn't been that much unless they placed, in fact, yes, they did place one and a half million pounds. And that was with the one million, I believe. So they burned about uh, two, just under two million pounds since in eight months. So we'd assume they have like 1.5 million pounds every six months. They've mentioned they had lost about 1.7 million pounds. So that's a, a good measure to go by. They have total assets that have actually fallen by 2.6 million from 7.8 million pounds to 5.1 million pounds. So it seems that the company is quite overvalued. I assume investors are confused and a lot of people just buy into these kind of companies because they believe, oh, 
new bits of technology. Maybe uh, this company could get one deal, one major contract, and there would be a lot of value. But it seems that the company is old hawk at the moment. They are just losing money, and losses have been stable over the past three years, in fact. In fact, ranging from £1 million to £2 million. And the final company we're going to be looking at today is Innovaderma PLC. This company, as we mentioned earlier, is known for creating skinny tan, basically a tanning product. And they have released an RNS today on a TR1, basically a notification of major holdings. And it seems that one of their largest shareholders, Mighton Group PLC, has actually reduced their shares well, their shareholding from 5.22% to 4.9%. This uh, represents a decent sum considering the shares as of recent have been quite illiquid. However, the company's shares had experienced quite a bit of volatility around September 2018. Their shares went all the way from 135 pence per share to 186 pence and all the way back down, in fact, to 100 pence, went to 120, and down to lows of around 70 pence per share in January 2019. The company is stated to have a price to earnings ratio of 25, which is still relatively expensive, but it is a startup still over the past couple of years. In fact, the market cap is about 11 million pounds and nothing too large for an industry that is highly competitive. But yes, they did have initial exposure. But will you look to see with companies that go on Dragon's Den, is a spike in initial sales volume once they launch a product and things just go down and down and down as the hype dies out. It's kind of like Kickstarters. When these crowdfunding campaigns begin, a lot of people love the products, but then when the products are launched to market, they almost dilute themselves in the hype because a lot of people like a new product that is something innovative in this case, in a Voderma, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> allow that joke. This company, in fact, is trading at a share price of 76 pence per share. So they are down from their 52-week highs of around 200 pence, but uh, up about 10% from their lows. So they are trading near lows. This kind of company, when it approaches lows, I assume private investors get a little bit scared and sell out their holdings. The shares are down about 5% in the past week alone. And that reduced shareholding from Mighton Group could be a major causal factor in this. And that just about wraps up things for today's episode of the Quantum Cast. This is episode 13. Thank you so much to all of you for the support. We've just reached 100 signups on our site and we look forward to providing you the very best content. Unfortunately, there won't be a chart pack today but look forward to tomorrow where we may release a chart pack talking about a couple of shares and potential setups in them using basic simple moving average strategies and various other ones. We incorporated Fibonacci in recent weeks and uh, they seem to actually present quite a lot of opportunities. So do stay tuned for that over on our site at quantumresearch.co.uk where you'll have to sign up to access the PDF chart packs. And I've been your host, Ryan Keir. I'm gonna head on over to Tesco and come back with some super malts ready for tomorrow with some energy. Until next time.